unusual. Listen, yeah. if y'all listen if you to ain't podcast, on the wave, right? if your friend ain't on the wave, if your auntie ain't on the wave, uh-huh. if your cousin ain't on the wave, uh-huh. if your mom ain't on the wave, Tell if your again. dad ain't on the wave, no, if your wave. brother-in-law ain't on the wave, bitch. if okay. your cousin-in-law ain't on the wave, Shit. if your baby mama ain't on the wave, hey. if your daddy, yo, huh? y'all ain't on the wave, hey. Hey. get them on the wave. Politicking as usual, Fats 215. <laughs> this your boy Buck Chan. Episode forty eight, and we back again, man. Giving y'all another dope episode, and we got some 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 special guests in the building. Very yo, we got like, a lot. We got some returning. We got uh, we got two returning guests. We got, we got a, got a new guest. So we 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 gonna, we gonna start with the, the newcomer. Introduce yourself, player. Let let, us, let people know who you are, what you about, what you stand for. I am Twitty J, aka Uncle Rico. I'm part of the Drunk Uncle Podcast. New mm. no new uh brand on Wi-Fi Radio. You know, just here, you know, I just just talk facts. That's what we do, man. You know, the more you drink, the realer it get. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see you coming with the bottle. Yeah, always, always, always. <laughs> yeah, always, man. That's just us, you know what I mean? That's how we do. But, you know what I mean? I'm a fan of this show. You know what I mean? Y'all almost uh, 50 shows in. You know what yeah. I mean? We, we trying to be right y'all at, man. I hey, so. appreciate that, man. I appreciate that love, man. Who else we got in the building? Introduce yourself. We got, we got some returning guests. Hey, returning. Hey, hey, hey. You know, listen, this, this is my second home. Hey. Yeah, this is your family. You, you this old know. man. You already know it's Naeem Ali, host of the Ramble Podcast. I mean, check me out. I'm on every, I'm on any, anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find mine. Um, you know, I'm just here kicking it with my guys. I mean, about to get into the into these uh these uh these current events. You know what I'm saying? Very current. Who else we got? Who else we got in the building, man? You got Michael Bigham. Uh, in fact, I was actually on two episodes before. Talk so shit, go ahead. If you, if you really want to like know, I'm not going to get into the whole spiel about what I do, but you just know I'm in the finance world. Um, check out episode 24 and episode 47, and uh, that's how you get to know about me. So I'm just going to prolong my introduction and just get on with the show. So, you know, we, we decided to uh, switch gears this time around on this episode, man. You know, a lot of people have been talking about the same thing lately. Yeah, you know, the ratchetness, you Nicki know, Minaj, the Nicki, the Cardi, Cardi B, yeah. you know, all the, all, the, all the other shit that, you know what I mean? I feel like this time it was time to talk something serious, you know, and, and bring something serious to the table. So I'm going to let my guy Buck kick it off, man. We're we going to start it like this, man. What, right, what we see, got for see, the day, bro? Me and my man had like a little debate early, you know, like, like my man Mike pointed out early, you know, too, I... Alpha dogs, you know, going at it about particular. Alpha. I said, oh yeah, two alpha dogs. Um, talking about like certain topics, you know, we have our disagreements and stuff. So we figured that we just might so make it the show. So first topic that we got for you guys is, what is the importance of continually talking about the black culture? Is it important to continually talk about the black culture, or is it something that is overblown? So before we get to that, I want to I want to hear your stance on it, bro. I want to hear why, but like I want to hear why you feel like what you think. What I what I think on yeah. it, I think the importance of it is to get the message across, because I feel as though that a lot of people don't understand like what we go through, like us as black individuals, like we go through a lot. We're not looked at the same as white individuals. Say if, for instance, I feel as though me personally, say if I was going up for a job. And it was me and it was another white candidate. We had all the same, like, um, characteristics, qualities. We both got degrees. I could be ahead of this person, but I feel as though this person would get that job over me just because of the color of their skin. And, like, that's happening a lot in the world. And I want to bring up a quote that um, a billionaire said. Hold on, let me find it. I'm sorry, guys. 
76ers um oh, co yeah. co owner. I'm trying to look for it. What's his name? Uh, I heard. Hold up. Michael Rubin. <clears throat> I got the quote. Let me read it. Yeah, can you can you read it from me? I can the quote from uh, Michael Rubin is: "It made me understand a part of the world I didn't understand. That's what changed for me. We come from different worlds. The stuff doesn't happen in my world. It happens in his world, and that is unacceptable. And what he's referring to is, you know, the whole situation with Meek Mill being locked up. Yeah. So basically, like, that's a billionaire, a white billionaire, and he's basically saying that all right, that he didn't understand like what us black individuals go through." Because he's white, he's probably always been privileged. It, he's the co-owner of the 76ers. Right. Be be honest, I probably would never being real. I would never be in that predicament. Right. I would I would never be there. Right. It's not even a lot of black owners like in sports. Period. Yeah. He by the time he was your age, he probably already was on M's. Yeah. <laughs> like he probably like he probably well, he probably grew up privileged his whole life. Right. Getting everything handed down to him. See us like not all of it, but majority. Us as black individuals, we didn't get stuff handed to us. Right. We had to grind for everything. Yeah, work. yeah so Facts. him, he grew up privileged. So him seeing with me, him going to visit Meek and Joe, it made him understand that, all right, what we go through is really unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And we get treated like trash. We get treated like dirt just because of the color of our skin. And I just think that the importance of us continually talking about the black culture and the black community is to get the message across. To everyone, so right, everyone right. can basically understand that where we come from and what we go through. And yeah. if we don't talk about it, who gonna talk about it? Yeah, that's that's right. that's, that's first. That's the that's the main yeah. thing right there. If, if if it doesn't get talked about continuously, yeah. it's going to get overlooked. Right. The message right. is never going to get across, or things that we have accomplished is going to get taken for that people want to take credit for it. You right, know what I mean? Right, so it's right. it's important to keep backing up the black culture and all the things we did because it's deeper than what's happened in the past sure. ten years. It should right. go back centuries. Right. You know what I mean? Real it go right. back to sure. the early the early hundred eighteen hundred hundred nineteen hundreds. I mean, so things that we we was always we was always had the short end of the stick, no matter right. where you look at it. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are. I'm not just going to say all of them are ignorant to what's going on, but a lot of people really just don't know. Right, you know what I mean? Right, so right, I think that sure. the importance of keep talking is like you got to let people know because like you said, not just billion, like rich billionaires didn't know. It's it's poor white people that don't they even don't know. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. They don't yeah. even know they poor. You know what I'm saying? But they just know I'm better than you. Right, you get right, what I'm saying? Right, so just that, because of the color of their skin. Exactly. Right. So that's, that's, I think that's the importance of continually to keep talking about the situation just to get to get the message across. And it's, and it's actually hearing it from us right? rather than hearing it from somebody that's like on like a high platform or that's basically white that's thinking they know what they're talking about, but they really don't. Right. Actually hearing it from somebody that's in the struggle. That's going through. Yeah, that's going through the struggle. Right, right. Like, like Meek Mill, like he's in jail. Right, right, and like right. he's been going through the court system since a youngin'. You think as a white individual, they'd have been going through the court system this long? Not saying that it hasn't happened, but let's be real. Like he got, he's in jail for doing willies. Like on like right. on a, like on the ATV. Like but are you serious? Violating probation that he was put on when he was like nineteen. Yeah, like, like come on. So you think you think a white person really been dragged through the system that long? Right, right. And right. been locked up for something petty as yeah, this? Like, like, like no. Nah. So hearing it from somebody from the seventy six is cold on a billionaire, hearing that from somebody that actually been through the struggle, that's something big. And that's something that's a message that's gonna be carried through the world just because that one person did it. Yeah, right. What y'all think about? Y'all anybody got some pains? I think I think uh, you know we of course we gotta we gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about what's going on with our people and our struggle and all that. 
you know, just so that everybody can understand. I didn't just white people, right. you know, every Asians, culture, yeah, right. every culture, right. just so everybody can understand what we're going through. And like I said, if we don't talk about it, who else is going to talk about it? You know I mean, you see what what uh, uh, mainstream media do when you let them run away with our story. They turn it into anything. You, you, let, you let them tell it we've been gangsters forever. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Right. And that's not really, that's really not what it is, you know? You let them tell it as, well, why y'all can't just pull yourself up by your bootstraps? And it's like, all right, every time we try, y'all knock us back down. We can do it. Why can't y'all? Right, like, right, yeah. right. But it's like, it ain't, we not in the same circumstance. You see what like, I'm saying? Like, man, get stuff handed to us like y'all. Yeah, right. I got a question, though. What is black culture to you guys? Ooh, black culture. That's a good question, man. What is it? Because like, I'm just very curious. A lot of people are very quick to throw that phrase around, mm-hmm. but they never put context behind it. They right, never ex- actually right, explain. Right. It needs to be what defined. Is the it culture does. to you guys, to- because like, you guys are sitting around here at the table right now, and like, oh, we don't get the same opportunities, and you know, all this and that. But me personally, I never felt that way growing up. So I'm just curious, like, what is your perspective of what is it? That's all I'm asking. Oh, black culture. Black culture to me, I mean, this ain't this ain't everybody's views, but this is me. It's just like black people are more family oriented. Like we're tight knit. We gotta have each other's back all the time because of what we go through as a black person. You feel me? I mean, people want to say you know rap and all that. That's not black culture. That's not black culture. No, nah. I'm happy you said that. Like like black culture is just togetherness. Just you know, it's always strength in numbers, regardless of. You know what I mean, whether you can fight or not, but if nine people who can't fight against two people who can, the nine people who can't fight is going to win. Right. You know what I mean? It's just about being together, strength, because of the struggle that we've all been through. Like our moms, our dads, our grandma, grandpa, all that. You know what I mean? They really went through some real, real, real life shit. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, right, right. Like we complain about, you know, small shit compared to what our people really, really went through. We got it easy. <laughs> yeah, now, like for real, for real. Now, like you say that, now the older – generation that's very true for them because they had no choice but to stick together right but i feel like the people now the millennials we're not sticking together i feel like black on black crown problem black people probably murder more black people than any other race murdering a black person that's just the way i probably would no uh, google it uh lonnie googled it the other day is is it it true it's it's, it's definitely not it's crazy though like (laughs) yeah it may seem that way because where we live at and what we see and what we hear every day it may seem that way because they focus on the black instead of like what's really actually Happening yeah, as far got, as you know the different police killings or right. the other people and stuff like that, yeah. they focus on they, they they trying to depict that image of that are oh, we're the ones killing each other. Right, they right. want that when they want that to be the main story. That's how right. basis what's it. really going Question on. Question to you: All right, did you hear about the uh, shooting at the uh, YouTube joint over in Cali? Yeah. Uh, talking about the girl who shot the I think I believe she might have been like Middle Eastern or Indian. And she yeah. shot up YouTube because they was like she She's, claimed that they were messing up her videos. Yeah, or something she wasn't like getting a lot of views. Yeah, but do you know how many people she she killed and what? I know uh, she killed the number what, and injured what a lot. Color though? It was mostly black people. Mm. It was white. Yeah, she was just wasn't with it. But they, hold on, so hold on, explain. I, know, I didn't hear about this. Like, explain it. Was the girl white? Was she black? Like, what's going on? She looked white. I mean, but she, of course, she was from uh, middle middle. Uh, yeah, she middle like East, Arab or something. Yeah. from East. Right. Yeah, but it's just a whole. If that was a black person that did that, they would have told every race everybody that got killed right because yeah. i didn't even hear about it to be honest so yeah. like, she did a mass shooting yeah basically in the that would have headquarters at youtube right, right. headquarters that would have been front page news if that was a brother or somebody sure. of color you know what i mean and we he would have got buried under the jail for right yeah and see and I, I might be jumping the gun here right but touching on something that we was already talking about or that was uh, already supposed to be a topic i feel like they try to portray that we don't have 
you know, um, uh, a care for life mm-hmm. or, you know, that, that we have bad judgment or, you know, we care less than anybody else about life or, you know, we don't get we don't care uh, about killing people and all this and that. But I think it's the exact opposite. I think right. white people have the least care in the world. And, I, and I'm generalizing right now. I know all y'all are not bad. You see what I'm saying? But as a group, white people have the least care for life. They're the most reckless. They to 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 oppress people. They do things that other people won't do. You see what I'm saying? Like because when the, they when they they do something, they just slap on the wrist, beat or hand cut off. Right. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a great. That'll point. make you appreciate life. Point. That'll make you watch what you do. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Like point. I'm terrified of fucking jaywalk these days. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. I don't want jaywalk. I don't want to. I don't want my my, my brake light to go out and get pulled over. Hey, right. look, like like to bring back up Meek Mill in, in his interview that he had from jail. He said the 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 judge told him. He's serving up a five to ten year uh, sentence, right? Mm. So even if he jaywalks yeah. and comes, that, that he can go do five, five to, to ten, ten years for, for jaywalking. That's crazy. Meaning, but if that was another race, it would have been a slap on Yo, him. Right. Had, he wouldn't even sure. be in that situation. No, Yo, I have literally had a judge tell me before, "I don't want to see you again, even if it's jaywalking." That always stuck in my head. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> like, That's wild. Y'all see the video with the uh, the white shit. the white lady that told the cop she was nervous. And he was like, "You're not black. We only kill black people." Oh, yo, yeah, where was yo, that video? he got fired. It's on YouTube. Look it up. Oh. He got he got fired. <laughs> I saw my man showed it to me yesterday. I thought he was lying. I'm like, man, ain't no cop gonna say that. Yo, he straight said he like, listen, you ain't nothing to worry look about. Look that John up. See if you can play no, it. Look, I know, I know, I, I'm, I'm gonna try to find it, but I know enough something that just recently happened yesterday. I know we a little all over the place with the topics, but it was it was two black men. They were sitting inside Starbucks. They were real estate agents, right? And they were waiting for another one of their friends so they can talk business so somebody from starbucks called the cops and said these two black guys in here they've been in here too long i think they're trying to steal something and the cops literally came and arrested what them. and this is this, this happened on spruce street that's the thing yes. okay. it was in philly bro Whoa, spruce yeah this and, happened they in spruce street. and this video of them actually coming in and arrest they committed no crimes what? nothing you can't wrong. arrest somebody without, without calls like, what i'm saying just because somebody called and said like i can call the cops right now and say yo he he, he threatened me he he gonna beat me up right they can't come here and just lock them up. Exactly. Right. But if that <laughs> was me, that. I'd be happy. Go ahead. That's a, a that's lawsuit way. Right. Right. Put them on me. Hey, come on. That's <laughs> what we got to start doing, though. That's what we got to start doing. When when these situations happen with police where you know you're being treated unjustly, we got to go lawyer up. You got to lawyer up. Yeah. They can pay for that then. See, see but this, that, that's what they want, though. They want us to lawyer up. They want us to pay the court fees. They want us to pay for a lawyer. Oh, and mean, at the same too. time, I mean, that's, that's, going to the, that's going to the white man. We feeding into him. But no, like, they gotta, pull it, like, like, a lot of the time that they pull us over, they pull us over for no reason. And they look for any and everything to give us a ticket. They might try to give us a ticket just because we ain't got a seatbelt on. I know, I know, real, did y'all see real. my tweet the other day when I got pulled over in front of my house? The cop pulled me over, right? And I asked him, I said, can you tell me why I'm being pulled over? He told me, let me see your ID. I said, officer, can you tell me why I'm being pulled over? Right, over. Right. He mm-hmm. said, "Let me see your ID." I said, "But why would I give my ID? I don't even know why you're pulling me over." Right, right. They said, "Yo, just give me your ID." So I gave him my ID. He told some "Damn, you making it so hard. I'm just trying to figure out who I'm talking to." Which let me know he's looking for somebody. Right, you get what right, I'm saying? Right, he's looking for right, somebody. Right. So he was profiling because I was a black man exactly. driving. And then I said, "Okay, so now can you tell me why you pulled me over?" You know what he said? He said, "I had too many air fresheners around my rearview mirror." What? A lot to you not, yo. He said I had too many air freshers. Air I was on my. He said, Come "Oh, you on, live man. on this block? You live?" I said, "Yeah, I live right there." He told him, "All right, well, just take t- take them out. That's a, that's a safety hazard. You're not supposed to have that." That's a safety he didn't, hazard. He didn't run my license. He didn't run my check my paperwork. He didn't do anything. He gave me my information and he drove back off because he's looking for somebody. Exactly. One thing is, yo, and I fit the description of what he was looking at. Yo, yeah, that's what right. we have, to, and that's what people they don't understand. We go through those shit like this on all the, the daily, time, bro. on a daily, daily basis. basis. What, what what I've learned is 
it's unsafe being a black man, but being a black man with a beard. Ooh, that was that was actually one. That was actually one of the law questions. I got C4 this motherfucker. You done broke a law. You got a beard. That was actually one of the questions. All right, so say like having a chemo or like having a chemo on or having or having like you're asking for trouble, even though you're you're going. That could be part. That's part of your culture, though. That's part of your culture. Yeah, of course. Like that's part of your culture, but I'm gonna say this started with with Bush with the whole, you know. Arabs and oh, oh, all if, if you, and all that. Yeah, like if you got a beard, you wear a keymore, you wear a kufi, they are on you. For sure. Yeah. They they are it's on crazy. You. Like you're on like you're classified as a terrorist. Right. right? Just because you got a beard, That's you got wild. a kufi on, you look crazy. So everybody gonna be watching you the whole time. You can be in a store, you minding your business, you got cash money on you. You, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you walking around Right, right. Can I help so, you with something as soon as you walk right, in? Like, right. yeah, it's crazy. No, I'm, I'm, all right. like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> everybody look at it so differently because, like, you guys just broke down multiple examples of how you feel as though or people were subjected because of the color of their skin. And, like, through, like, through my upbringing, I never felt that way. Well, where'd you come up at? I grew up in West Oakland. Nothing yeah. fancy. I mean, like, my parents were, like, decently well off, but it was I still grew up right. in the near the element, and I had friends that were – you know, in that environment, but it's still, I got both sides of it, but it was like, I never right, felt right. as though I was subjected or denied anything because of the color of my skin. Like, all right, it doesn't happen. I'm not going to sit here and say it happens to everybody. No, nah, it like, doesn't. But it happens to more people than you think. It, it does. And, but and I think it's the darker the color of your skin is the more that sure. you be perceived like the that. More black your yeah. feature, the more black your features are, the more they're going to mess with you. That's and, a, and my right. man, you got the wavy, you know what I'm saying? You, you, <laughs> right. you got the Chico at the bar. Clean cut face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, no no beard. He's no beard. He's definitely a Kelly. They might look at you and be like, oh, no, he Dominican. Yeah, he but good. I guarantee you know what I'm saying? If we was both doing 80 right now, I'm gonna get pulled before you get pulled. That's a fact. Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a known what kind fact. Of car you driving though? It don't matter. If y'all got the same car, he we, we, we had the same car, same color, everything. I'm getting pulled before you get pulled. You got the clean shade yeah. and all that. You see what I'm saying? You and just yo, look more refined. It would be worse if, if if I had dreadlocks. Oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> if I had dreadlocks, oh. it's like they just look at you, like they look <laughs> See, at the size of you and your, 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 your hair, your features. They just automatically right, assume right. negative. You can be the top firm in the city. You you work for the top firm in the city, or you can be a, a they could be a millionaire, a top real estate yeah. in the city, which was what some of those guys were, and they right, got right, arrested right. for nothing. But, but me being for just six being foot black three, and three, how many pounds, on the daily, I am a threat, bro? How, when we go to Starbucks at work, how many white people do you see just sit? That's there? where they chill. Not That's buying nothing. Yeah. Just sitting there on their laptop, on their phone. They, they were sitting there on their phone, waiting right. for the guy to come. And then the guy who they was actually waiting for, yeah. he was a white guy, and he came in. He said, "What did they do? Right, they, right. Like, I don't understand the problem. That's like, wild, why are you? Why? Like, wow. the video was crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely got to look that up. Man. And it's crazy because it's just like, all right, it's like before I even go to a job interview, mm. like, right? I I have a beard. I know my beard has to be off. Yeah, shave that thing. Like off. everything had to be shaved off, or if it's not, I'm gonna be perceived as ghetto. Probably red shit, and I'm right, not going right, to get right. the job. Yeah. And, and so, it's crazy thing. It was about a year ago, closely. I had got a new job, and I had let my beard grow out. And I had this really long beard, and they still gave me the job. See what? And, and that's like how I look at things. Is I don't look at it from necessarily a black or a white perspective. Like right. from the words of the great philosopher J. Cole, he said, "Forget the black and white shit. Just be who you are. Identify as a star." And that's kind of the way I look at the world. Like yeah, everybody, that's how you gotta live. everybody yeah. in their self is a star. You just right, gotta right. make that 
Pretend you got to get to that level. You got to work hard and get to where you want to be. Sure. No matter where you are, it's all about end See? points and start points to For me. Sure. Yeah. See, sure. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you said that. Because to be honest, like, this is just stuff, the stuff I'm talking about is stuff that I grew up on. This is stuff that I'm experiencing, that I experienced through my life. But I'm glad that you said that because to be honest, like, I can't, I'm going to do me and I'm going to do me to my best ability. That's just like at work, I'm going to do me to my best ability. And to be honest, White people put me on more than black people, as in work. Right. Like, like as, in, as, in, as, in me, as in me going to my job, busting my ass, doing everything that I was supposed to, my white supervisor pulled me in. And seeing that, like, I was doing my job, I was doing my job, doing my job to the best ability, it right. took me under their wing and put me on to a higher place and to bigger things. Right. Where I right. worked in a black situation, well, not where I worked in, um, I was in the workforce where... It was um, a, a black supervisor where they didn't do that. See, well, you know, a lot of situations like that, and like we're not going to sit here and make it seem like all black people are perfect, all black people are can't. Yeah, we're not nah, going to do it because nah, it's a lot of fucked up people, black people of all races. You know what I mean? Of For all sure. cultures. Right. And as of late in this generation, a lot of the black people in our generation they have the crab in the barrel mentality. Right. So it's just like, all right. I could possibly help you up, but they look at you as a threat. You get what I'm saying? Say, right. like, oh, if I help him up, he might take my job. So I'm going to leave him where he at. And that's fucked up because that's a lot of the mentality in the people. It that's, it's like we, we live in a dog-eat-dog dog environment. You get what I'm saying? I mean, and you got to understand, too, this, 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 this thing goes so deep, right? Like, I give black people so much leeway just because I know how deep it go. Right. Like if y'all ever read the Willie Lynch letters, it go back that far. It go back to like the 1700s where they figured it out like, yo, listen, listen, these black people trying to take over these plantations. We got they, we got them enslaved, but they being sneaky. So yeah. Willie Lynch had the best plantation in Virginia and he figured out a way to keep black people separate. And he was like, you put the young against the old, the light skin against the dark skin, the women against the men. Basically, they figured out how to manipulate us and our behaviors so right. that we didn't get along with each other. Right. And it's crazy now, because you guys like, think we, that, we that 300 really years away from that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we still, like, still fall for yeah, it. Yeah, like, it. We still fall for that. Yeah. Yeah. You know it, I mean? it really works. It's, it's, a lot it's still of, working now. We still yeah. slave still to this works. day. It's just that it's not you know, chains and shackles. Yeah. It's more right. like a metaphor. Mm -hmm. yeah. They get you like, oh, yeah, we'll be able it's to find that. It's all up here. Once You ever notice they quick to finance the people with the worst credit of car? You ever notice that yeah, stuff? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's, no it's, credit, no problem. It's not a no problem. <laughs> no credit, no problem. I go there to get the car. They give me the fucking Bobby Spur. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate lemon, I mean. like, right? Like racism has more so evolved into more classism. Mm. Yeah, right, that's right. Yo, that's funny because like, my brother said that last night. Right. It's exactly what it is. Sure. The rich want to keep us not to their right, level. and the rich gonna stay rich, and the poor gonna stay poor, and they gonna try to they gonna make sure that they keep us there. Slowly transforming into that because it's like, all right, like you said, the rich gonna stay rich, the poor gonna stay poor. I feel as though now, remember how at one point the minority was just black people and immigrants. That was right. the minority. Now, when you look at it, it's blacks, immigrants, and it's poor white people at the same yeah, time. For sure. But they right. just, I just, I don't think they just, they just haven't, came, they just haven't came to accept that yet. You know, what I mean, they or they just don't want to accept yeah. it. Like it's like the way the way Trump has this world set up. It's the poor versus the rich. It don't matter what color yeah, you are. It, it, you yeah. ain't got no paper. You, you in the same boat matter. as the black people. You get what I'm saying? You, yeah. We all in the same Yo, boat. It's all about, like you said, crazy. definitely all about money. And, and at like, the middle I, of the day, sure. they're going to wipe out the middle class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Either, right, either right, right. you're in the bottom or you're in the top. But it's a, a friend of mine on Facebook that I just, I laugh at him all the time because he's posts all this, you know, he loved Trump and 
he had posted the other day about uh, people got to take drug tests for uh, food stamps, and he was just like ecstatic about it. But what he don't realize is that it's more white people on welfare well, than the sure. people. That's why I think that, I think I don't have no problem with that either. But it's that more narrative, on it. that narrative is actually kind of distorted because it's more white people because than black the, the, the people. The way right. it looks is like from a numbers perspective and total numbers. Yeah, there's more white people on welfare than there. Really, is make up twelve percent of the population. Yeah. But when you look at the percentages compared to your total population of your race, yeah, theirs might be lower than other races. Okay. Like, right, as in, like, right, 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 the total right. amount of like Caucasian people on welfare compared to the total population of Caucasian people in America, right, that percentage right. might be lower than any right, other. Right, right, right. So, like, in numbers, they can manipulate the narrative, like, oh, yeah, it's more of us on welfare than y'all guys. But when you look at the numbers, it's like, well, it's way more of y'all than us. Well, I mean, when you. We yeah, it's way more wealthy people, way more wealthy people, I mean, y'all colored than us. Black people, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like I say, but when, you, when you come here and steal everybody's land, there's going to be more of you guys here than us. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if any of y'all seen the 13th documentary, but you seen when the, uh, basically it's like 1.1 million black people in jail and it's like 1.1 million white men in jail. And that's crazy to me that we make up such a small minority of this, you know, of this country. But we is more, we, we but, are but, a, it, but, a minority, but, but we are, many we are major. Jail as it is to them. Like right. that's crazy. Cause we going to be, we going to be quick to get put in jail before them. Yeah, for when sure. I, when With I anything. At, when I look at that number though, it makes me think like, you taking so many fathers out the household. Yo, right. That's exactly what I'm thinking right. about. Like, it's so many dad, and that's the reason why, like a lot of these, you know, a lot of women are grown raising these kids as a single parent yeah. because the dad is somewhere else. He's either a deadbeat, he in jail, and then you occasionally get the dad that want to be involved. And right, like, right, right. Now that you have removed the father from the household, it's just the mom and the kid, and you know who knows what's going to happen after that. Right. He doesn't no, have I'm well what, happens, what happens is they go get on child support. That's that's the first so step. So then now we got to pay this extra money out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's it's all a setup, man. Like, yeah, and it's, 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 it's crazy because I'm glad you said that because that actually needs some of our next question. Are there any qualities in the family court system? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Listen, <laughs> definitely. If, if you are a female, you won the case already. Yeah, you, you, won already. already. You, won, you walking you in with a, with, you with a, a not even a 60-40, a 70-30 advantage in the case yeah, of you're a facts. female. As a person, <laughs> me personally, who actually goes through family court-ish like stuff, yeah. Um, with my daughter, I like I see it when I go into these rooms, and it's weird how they do it. A lot of times they'll put the dads in all room before your case is heard, and they'll put all the moms in one room, and it's right, like weird. Right. Yeah, see, now nah, you can't. You, you'll you, be there with a bunch of dads, that, and they man. all venting, right? They're right. All yeah. All like, niggas just walking up to you. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> right. "Yo, man, she ain't keeping my kid in a year and a half." You like, damn, homie. But it's like it's like weird because it's when, when I look at the real setup of it. I look at it as it's all about the money, right? The judges, they don't fix the case up front. Right. They do whatever they can do to keep you coming back. Right. Because the more you come back, the more the lawyers they get paid, yep. the, more the, yep. the more the judges are in demand. And then, you know what else they do? They be like, you know what? Man, I feel like y'all need family counseling. So now the counselors are eating off of this, right. too. Right. It's right. more than just the lawyers and the judges. It's it's yeah. branching out. Oh, man, let's get DHS involved. They get some money now mm-hmm. and then. They just find a way to keep. They don't fix the issue. And you ever, nah. if you ever read a court order like for custody, it's always impartially written and very vague to where it's like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Mm. And then it'll come a case where, well, one person just interpreted it completely wrong. One person interpreted it completely right. And now we got to go back to court for contempt because I feel as though this person did me wrong. And then now you're fighting in court again for the same issue. Like it should have just been resolved the first time, but they right. don't do that. I feel like they don't do that purposely. Nah, it's you know it it it, 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 it really be in the way. Like I, I can't do for everybody, but I don't know 
you know, y'all situations, but me myself, I pay eight hundred dollars a month in child support. Sheesh. That's Ooh. it. Dead. Eight hundred a month. Dead. You gotta Ooh. go. You gotta die. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's no possible way that I'm dishing out eight to you. There's no possible way. It's not that I have the option to do it. It come out of my check all automatically. Yeah, no, no, I understand. No, I understand what you mean. Because if I could, I skip a couple things here and there. Hold on, but let me add in some context for that though. Hold on. So then, because of this, I have a fourteen-year-old son. That don't fuck with me, you feel me? But he makes sure he texts me, you know. School got to start. Christmas here, his birthday here. He had texted me then. Hey, Dad, who this? Come on, Dad, I don't act like that. It's Elijah. Oh shit. Uh-huh. Hey, what's up, man? But it's our fault, right? Yeah, it's our it's fault. It's our but, fault, but, right? But his mom is so spiteful because like this whole us like child support can. Break shit off, yeah. Because it's like, all right, I gotta live as well. Like you gotta live, right? You feel me? But that money coming out, then I gotta give you extra. But I still got electric to pay, gas, and yeah, that's how they, they, they like, demonize yeah. you. Yeah, so it's right, like, right. and it, it it makes the man, especially a black man, make you mad for the fact that I'm paying all this extra money out when it could be so simple. Like you need something, hit me up, and I got you. Boy. And it's right, setting right, us right. back where they keeping us where they want us at. Where yeah, we gotta exactly, keep struggling, exactly. where we gotta keep dishing out bread. They want us right. where they want us. They yeah, want to keep right. us poor and they want to keep us low. And then, and where then, we can't evolve. You tell me if I don't pay, like if I don't pay it every two weeks, I miss two payments. You're coming to my house at five in the morning. The sheriff, you're picking gonna, me up. Yeah, they gonna cuff yeah. you and all that. <laughs> That's crazy. Yo. We, they gonna but, cuff you and all that. Like, you could be a, a mass murder suspect and they won't bother you. You owe child support. They kicking your door at five in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like you would think. You know, somebody in the house, they got bombs in the crib. Right, right, right. No, oh, man, he ain't got child support, man. <laughs> That's fucking And see, wild. look, this is the part, and then this is the part that they, that they don't even calculate with it. All right, so you dishing out 800. So let's say you you get your son on however many weekends, you know, out the money or whatever. Right. Now you the born dad, cause you ain't got no way to go take exactly. him out. Yeah, he don't even want to be around you now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he don't, don't want to be there. Ain't never got no money, no <laughs> nigga. Your, your mom buying strips and crabs. <laughs> 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 <That's what, laughs> Taking you to Chuck E. Cheese. Where you want to go? You want to artist? Your mom where everything at? Like, but you want to know the worst part? <laughs> take your ass to Burger King. <laughs> In a situation like mine, I got fifty fifty, right? Mm. Right. Yeah. But yeah. the fact that I make so much more than my baby mom. Now I still gotta give you a check. Right, mom don't like you gotta nothing. support her now. And, and, and I'm like, well, it's fifty fifty. I need to have money when I got my right. daughter. I gotta pay my bills. So the fact that I'm more successful with her in my career, I gotta be punished for that. Right, right. So right. it's my fault for That's that. Wild. It's crazy. Cause let me explain. You, let me explain my situation. Cause I of course I have a daughter and. I, had, I went through something with my BM where she tried to take me to court and she tried to put me on child support. But I was a, I was a, I was five steps ahead of her. Five right. steps where that. Who gave that where, where you gave me advice. <laughs> <laughs> you, gave, you gave me some. You gave me some. But I let. I let. I fell off of other people where. All right. I, to be honest, I fell over. I fell off of white people where one of my white coworkers told me, gave me the game of the rundown of everything of the court system, how everything going to go. Basically, be prepared. Have all your receipts. Do everything that you need to do, and go up to the court before your court date. And she was like, "Well, it was it was a white individual." She was like, "Listen, I know such and such. Huh? Go up to your court date earlier. This is the name. Go ask for that person. Go talk to him." So before my mind you, my baby, my BM taking me to child's um the child support and all that. I got all my receipts, everything that I ever done for my daughter, and I went up there. 
earlier to the court, but like a month before my court hearing, right? To talk to the person that they told me to talk to, and gave them a rundown of my whole situation. Right, right, right. And that person agreed me agreed with everything I said. And it was like I respected you for coming up, and I told them like basically who advised me to come to him. Right. You know. Then. When I got, then when my, my BM didn't know nothing about what happened or all that. Yeah. So when we got to the court day, I basically knew the person that was going right, over right, our right. whole case and everything before right. it even started. So they was like, oh, yeah, well, everything is um 50-50, so no child support. You don't have to pay nothing. You know what wow. you just did, though? Winning. You created presents. And that's a big deal. You like you it ever is. like you ever like call and this and they take you to some um like uh, a calling center and you gotta push button eight and this right, right, and right. that. Yeah, yeah. And then you get on the phone and they basically trying to just time. rush you off. Yeah. When you can see these people face to face, they can't ignore you. Right. They can't just right, click right. gotta hear you out. What yeah. you did was create presence. So now that I know what this person looks like, I know what type of character he is, at least off the first impression. Exactly. I'm right. going to give him this judgment based on how I felt about it. Now, you must have made a good impression on him to where he said, you know what? I could have just said, I could have took this and, no, I'm going to make it go to the judge and this and that. He said, no, fuck that. I'm just going, this is what y'all got. And the fact that she was uneducated on the situation, yeah, you was able right, to right, get right. over. She just thought she was about to just get some paper. Right. That's all that right. was. She, she, she said to me, text, yeah, I'm taking you to court. Yeah, just get ready to be sending me a check and all that. Little mm. did she she got the nod. Right. And mind you, just like your situation, Mike, everything is 50-50 with us. And I'll make way more than what she make. But it's just over the simple fact that... She, I showed my presence. Right. That right. I had right. the right. initiative that, to go up there. Well, listen, and exactly. I'm going to tell you something. Like, you're blessed because... You're over in PA with it. Yeah. Jersey, that shit wouldn't fly. It's crazy because I, I had a you. better I had a better rule, like, cause my BM was from Jersey. Mm-hmm. And when we first got into the court like thing, mm-hmm. she was living in Jersey. So we had to go to Jersey court out okay. in Bridgeton. I actually had a favorable uh outcome in Jersey than I did in Philly. Really? Now she moved to Philly. I had a favorable outcome out in Bridgeton than I did wow. in Philly. And it's like re- it's, it's like ironic because I Philly feel is as though bad. All right, so like, I'm gonna hire you that's my uh, uh, go to corporate child support. <laughs> 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 like, what I what I did for him is and what I would do for anybody, because I've been going through this, like I go to court, you know, whatever. I, I go through it and I, I sit there and I observe stuff. I tell people what I think they should do, like in terms of advice. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't sit there and say this is the correct way or not. But I tell you all the pitfalls that I fell into going into it blind. Mm -hmm. So this way the next man can avoid it. If I can help the next man, that means a lot to me because like his situation, I helped him out. He we consulted about it many of times and I helped him out and he got a, a judgment that was cool for him. And that's all I care about. Like, I don't want people yeah. to be victim to that system. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, like, how we get perceived as ghetto and as negative. Then as, all right, say we come as a black individual. We come in a suit and tie. We come with everything correct. We come with receipts. We come with what we doing for our child. We come with basically backing everything, all factual things up. Because they don't expect us to do that. Right. They expect us to come into court and argue with each other. Yeah. They expect us to argue with one another and just basically say all the downfalls of what's going on, right, how, right, she, right. how she treating us and stuff. But no, if you come in professional, and it will work in your favor. And that's why I always tell my friends, man, especially my, my black friends, I'm like, look, the cop pull you, man. Don't start. Man, the fuck you pulling me over? Nah, just, nah, it's about just all windows. Look, for the rip. <laughs> yeah, I do I ain't nothing like, all, all four yeah. windows. I got dark yo, tent. Right. All four yo, windows down. Speak to him. Hey, yo, I was, uh, what's up? Like, what's the, 
It's crazy yeah, when you say that, yo. But it's crazy because we gotta act like that. That's fucked up. We have to act like that. Just like how you said how you came off. He still was gonna give you a hard time no matter what. Exactly. Right. We had to come up like how you doing, officer? I'm sorry that I made a mistake that I don't know what the fuck I did. What the fuck is the problem? We prisoners of war over here. Getting shot by a cop because I'm reading from up again about my ID or something like that. Yeah, And like that's a that's a sad mentality to have yeah. that you know like I'm not trying to die right now you you fucking ran a red light and I'm like yo I'm not trying to die right now and that, so right. do you think that's in the white person mind at the time hell no how many <laughs> how many recorded shootings have you seen of a white man getting pulled over and getting, getting shot by a cop zero okay Think, it's just crazy. Look, just look at the Dylan Roof situation. They got the motherfucker Burger King. And he just shot him <laughs> right, in the church, word, bro. Word. They got him burger. He hungry little King. buddy. You know what I'm saying? He still got life or whatever. He got what he deserved. Bruh. But the fact that he got a Burger King and they was walking out with them damn near locking arms, you know what I'm saying, versus how we would have came out in that situation is crazy. You know bro. what I do to avoid all of that? What I do is if I get pulled over the rare occasions that I do, I already got my license, my registration, and my insurance. I'm like yeah. literally right, hanging right. my hand out the window. All right. windows roll down, like you said. Right. Hanging out the window just like this. So when they come up, they can just grab it and they're gonna give me a ticket. Do what you do. I'll just pay it because I'm not gonna fight it in court because you it's a hassle. I'd rather yeah. just go to work instead of have to go to court uh, for a, a freaking ticket. Payment so. plans. See, yeah, but, but, but also, also you, can't, plan. you can't you can't like like stand down because I had caught a, a DUI, I had thirteen tickets. Okay. No lawyer. I, I, I did it myself because I know a little about law. I got one ticket out of all thirteen. Yeah. See, you had a lot of tickets. I never had that much, but <laughs> thirteen, I definitely will fight that with a lawyer. But that's how I feel. I'm at the point where when you pull me over, it's, it's, it's all about knowledge. It's, but you didn't like they didn't expect this black man to come here with this knowledge of the law. Right, right. You feel they me? Don't. So, well, I hit him in the head. It was oh, oh shit. Honestly, they don't right, expect nobody to come out. Fuck no, yeah. They don't expect uh-huh. nobody to come out there and know anything right. about the law. And then when you go up there and you did your research and you kicking that knowledge, and now a lot of times, honestly, I realize that pisses the judge off. Yeah, because he's like, they think you would know it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he's like, because I don't think like judges is a fair thing because this person is making a judgment on something that can significantly change your life For and he sure. doesn't even know you right, right. and in the terms of the family court he never even met your kid but yet he's determining what's about to happen right, i don't think right. that system is 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 going to work in this day and age i think you need a panel or you need something different that's why it's always yeah. ideal when you go to court to have character witnesses you know what i mean somebody yeah. that's known you for multiple years that can back what type of person you are well, listen, See, but you this- can't even say that nowadays because you could have somebody that's not say you had a female she get one of her ratchet friends and just back her up that's just gonna Agree with everything that she's saying, just going to pipe stuff. Bro, yo, it's you, crazy you, you said that because people, yo, I, I posted on Facebook. That. I'm like, behind every angry female is a group text hyping her up. Factory, <laughs> yeah. oh for sure, factory, <laughs> definitely. What? Agreeing with everything, <laughs> everything that she's you saying. say. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right girl, she's fuck saying. that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, right. Yeah, isn't that what I said on the last group chat? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I mean, in the last uh, podcast, was, yeah. I was like, yo, bitches gas everything up. For sure, they do they gas it up. And see, look, that's the difference though, because with us, like, yeah, niggas will tell you in a second, like. All bro, you tripping, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, times, you second, like, yo, this you nigga told right me, yo, this, every time I say something, so, nah, I told me, so, yo, you, you tripping right now, bro. <laughs> yo, bro. Multiple <laughs> times, like, bro, yo, bro. multiple times. Like, and we, like, it's up to you whether you want to decide to run with whatever you're going to do, right, but at right. least we have that, you know what I mean? Like, we check we each check other. We check each other. Yeah, right. we right. do that. You know, it's because we more logical. They, they put that right. battery in back. They're more emotional. Energize energized money. It just keeps going. Yeah. Going and going. And then when she get locked up or busting out your fucking windshield. Right. 
They ain't put no money on her books. Man, girl, I told you you was bugging. No, you didn't. <laughs> That's <laughs> a fact, bro. That's because they, they run off that emotion. But, right. but, 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 but listen, though, like, but, but with that being said, like you said, like, there should be a panel when it comes to you know, you know, being in court, child support and all that. Us as black people, we need to stand up more and be more unified. We have to actually watch the news now. You feel me? We got to watch sure. the news. We have to follow politics. So we know who the fuck we are voting for. Yeah, you gotta know, you know what's saying? coming. And like, we have to, we have to vote. It's not just always about president of the United States. We yeah. have to vote for them elect- the local them elections. Councilmen, district attorney, all that. That's Yo, the most important election. Freeholders, all that stuff, man. Like yeah. we have to be more active in that. So, that right. but you, it's crazy that you say that we need to be more, be more active in it. But we're not as educated in it as we should be. Yeah. But we like, can easily be educated easily. easily. And then you know the crazy, the fucking thing is like back when. uh Philly was voting for the new district attorney. I send off a couple of tweets like, "Yo, vote for Crash, vote for Crash." Motherfuckers, make it, now you, now you win this. You see, that's the always the, the, the right, answer. But everybody right. that's trying to show better or do something changes, like, "Oh, now you care about the type of shit." Right? Yeah, because uh, Crash, like, like, what the fuck you talking right, about? You right. never talk about this no, shit before. The situations that that I went through already with the law, right. he's trying to prevent. So I'm all for whatever Larry right, Crash right, is trying right. to do. You get what I'm saying? So but I see, know plenty of people going you know, through those. You know things, how niggas so were bid though? Like, oh, oh, so you woke now? Huh? Oh, he was the bid. Yo, I am so glad you said that, bro. I swear to God, like, this is one thing that we got to work on as black people. Like, we got to stop knocking each other, man. It's like, it's like this, all right, now, yo, I I, I, I seen the meme on Facebook and it made hella sense. It's like, all right, white people, their friend lose 40 pounds. Oh my God, Becky, you look great. You look great. Right, right. You know, I lose 40 pounds. Yo, bro, you. You sick? You smoking crack? Right. Yeah. Oh, you got the honeymoon in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just smoking weed the whole time. And I eat. Oh, she ain't working, bro. That's right. the flat saying, tummy. Like, right, fucking right. feed. Like I said, that's all mentality. And, and it's, yeah, that's crazy. That's true. That shit is all mental, man. That's he true. brought up the word being woke. Mm, and yeah. I hear that word thrown around so much. People yeah. say it without understanding understand what the fuck like, it means. What is y'all guys' understanding of the word being woke? Before you go in, it's being aware and being educated. They're like I don't feel as though that we're educated in these type of things. For instance, when Obama was running, a whole bunch of black people went out and voted. Mm-hmm. Just because and, he was and, black. And just because he was right, black. Just right, because right, the color right, of his skin. Right, right. They did no we, research. We let anything. Trump get in the office. You know I'm going to get in the office. didn't go out and vote. Yeah, because just because we didn't get out and vote. Yo. Just imagine if it was somebody black, just the color of oh, his skin, wait, wait, I, wait. we would have went out and I got, voted. I got a sidebar on that, though. I got a sidebar on that. Now, the, he would have probably won regardless. The system but, fucked up yeah. because he lost the popular vote. Yeah. So, Facts. Hillary, so even the, so Hillary actually won the popular vote. So more people voted for Hillary. Just yeah. like, he won the electoral like Al college. Gore he didn't win the popular George vote. George W. Bush. So he, we could have went and voted all we wanted. The, elector, the electoral college elected him. So it was like, what you going to do? They, they, the voting they, system fucked yeah, up. They, 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 they I, I wasn't keeping it being when, they, when uh, the election time was for Trump or whatever. I wasn't too... I wasn't too uh, familiar with, uh, with Hillary policies, right, right, but all right. I knew was this nigga Trump is fucking nuts. He's That's crazy, all I knew. Right. That was the He's first the time I voted man. in my life. For you know, in my right. life. You know, listen, when y'all, when y'all get a chance, right? Google Ron Paul because Ron Paul should have ran instead of Hillary. Yeah, he should have. Ron Paul, Bernie Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Yo, Ron Paul is who the fuck we need. I, I ain't going to hold you. That's who the fuck we need. No Ron Hillary. Paul more realistic my than Bernie Sanders. My man was Bernie Sanders. Sanders. That was my man. I like yeah. Bernie, though. Bernie, he, yeah, he, he, he was all right, but he he not Ron Paul. Bernie was with the shits <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad we actually talking about this. So, like, 
Do you think having Trump as president, who is blatantly trying to separate everyone, interferes with us as people becoming united? Listen, I we like we can't go past Jamaica and Puerto Rico at this point. If we go anywhere in a separate country as an American, we might not come back home. That's a fact. No matter like, what like you real, real shit. Yo, real shit. Look, real shit. I just went to the I Bahamas. I just went to the Bahamas you, like two weeks you ago. You can't go no further. And like <laughs> tourists, they was like, um, basically, are like, we got these dirt bikes. So you rent this dirt bike for like six hours. You know, like um, forty dollars. Mm-hmm. You could just go to the um, the town or whatever. I'm on Bahamas. So I'm all for it. I'm like, fuck it. I just right. want to adventure. My girl like, no. fuck no. Yeah. We not going out. Somebody going to fucking kidnap me. <laughs> right, right, right. That's why I tell everybody, yeah, when right. you go on these out-of-the-country vacations and you and you step outside of that that environment, right, right, you right. tripping. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm yeah. staying on a resort. Yeah. I don't give a fuck right. about Once you, once you leave U.S. Shit. soil, yeah. you are just there. Like it's They can do what the right. fuck they want because we can't control what the fuck they do. Yeah. And then now like with Trump pissing everybody off, we can't. Like If you want to be... You know, you want to go and go to Africa and just, you know, study your roots, just go see Africa. You, you can't even do it. The crazy thing about Trump is most of his voters don't want to say that they voted for him. Right. Right. They're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. They're embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the thing is, most like the thing about Trump, what he did was very smart in a way. He, yeah. he already knew he had the rich people votes. Right. So I got to sure. figure out a way to get, get the poor people, poor people votes. I'm going to bring back so coal. <laughs> he, he, right. So what he did was he targeted the laborers. Right. People who do right. construction, coal, and all that other stuff. All lies. And I'm going to get your vote. It's all lies. He right? finessed the world. Yeah. But that's how he got into that where is he is right man. now. But and then with now, that, with that some being people said, don't want to admit that they actually voted for him. Right. Yo, Trump wanted to eliminate overtime. He wanted people to get regular rate at overtime. So then, mind you, a dude I, I, I was working with was a Trump supporter. I'm his boss. <laughs> so he's like, hey, Twitty, um, you got overtime? <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, regular pay, bro. Love it. But you know what? I think, I think Donald term. Trump is having the opposite effect. Uh, what uh, you, what he trying I, to? I was do. about to go. I was okay. about to go there. Now so I was peep, about to go there. Peep this, I was about to go this. there. Like all right, so like look at how many white people are like, yo, you know what? It is racist white people. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Like like he's making white people wake up. Like oh shit, I didn't even know. It was that many racist white people where they would go get tiki torches and be walking yeah. in. You see what I'm saying? Like, he waking everybody up. Like, oh shit, yo, this, this is really you said, separate. Like, you said a, a very, very strong word, racist. All right, listen. When you're a violinist, that means you're one of the best at playing the violin. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Pianist, you're the best playing the piano. You're, you're a scientist. You're the best at science. Right, that's what you do. But, but when, you're, when you're a racist, you hate people. Instead of you just being, you're proud of your people. Your right, power. right, right. So like, racist is turned into a bad word when it shouldn't be. Right. So let, 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 let's get, let's get to this. Hold on. Can 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 do you do you guys think black people can be racist? Ooh. Hell yeah. Yes, yes, easy. For sure. Because yeah. a lot of the, so, lot of, yeah. the reason yeah. I say that a lot of we black people say we only be prejudiced. people on the planet. I'm sorry. Sure. I think we, we all agree on this tape. I think we all agree on this tape. For sure. I know more black people that's racist than I do any other race. Yeah. yeah, and that's be, most of them. You know, because we don't say but it. That, too, that comes from the white people, though. It that come, that, we got that, a reason. That, yeah, we got reasons. Also, we got reasons behind yeah, we got a reason. it. We got reasons nah, to hate them it's because of the struggle that we went through. Yeah. So it's like, why well, like them if they put us through all through all this right. for all these years? But it's, here it's is the whole basically. key about it, is that all right? We have reasons to. All right, cool. We have reasons, but we're more open with it. Yeah. 
Like, it's yeah, hella closet rapists. They hide it more. Yeah, yeah they, they hide, hide it more. They very We're much just open with How many times out, you walk into the Chinese store? Hey, Su K, you know, Su Young. You right, know what I'm saying? You say, Let's kill him. Yeah, you definitely. And reply to a lot of people that would say black people can't be racist. Oh, we can't be racist because we can't oppress it. Nah, that's not true. No, listen, yo. That's the main answer for it. Go talk to an old black man that's 70 plus years old. They the most racist motherfuckers on the fucking planet. I promise. I promise. But again, what has the 70 year old man been through? Also, yeah. They were. To me, a seventy-year-old racism yeah. is warranted. You are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you mean you could you could be racist, seventy-year-old black boy. And that's right. the thing: white people can continue to be racist, as we see, as we can see with Trump yeah. and his following. Us as black, we really can be racist. We can be working. We can. We can work with white people. And be racist, and it be cool. Next thing you know, we're getting fired. We are, but a white person ready. could be racist at work, and still would be cool, and it oh, would wait. just be everything. I got to stop for that. Yo, he would tell you, yeah, I be saying all type of racist shit at work, right to the motherfuckers. <laughs> like, also, like people, <laughs> people in general need to forget the concept of race. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's you what need, I'm saying. That's you need I'm to saying. look at people for who they are. For sure. It's about if you character. are, it's all about your character because... Yeah. Yo, y'all like, both said it earlier. Yo, for, it's, it's all classism now. It yeah. is because like, for example, for those who don't know, my girlfriend's white. Yeah. I hang out with her family all the time and I love all of them. They're we're cool. I love white people. I work at a company. I'm racist because I'm not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I'm not racist. Well, yeah. I work white at a company cool. where I'm the only black dude, right? Right. And I don't have a problem with black none guy. of my uh Caucasian uh counterparts. Right, right, right. And the way I look at it is I judge them based off who they are. Right. And I feel like every that's the way I look at life in general. But that's it's, the thing though. Like for, that's like, that's you, our like that's how we everybody, we all do that. We don't just Oh, he white. He Spanish. Now nah, I don't fuck with him. Nah, we yeah. evaluate uh, who and, you and are like, as a person. Exactly. Like but you when, when they see us, we brown skin, that dreadlocks, like beard. Oh, oh he's a God. gangster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel as though yeah. the fact that I believe that way of life, like we need to look at people for who they are and not the color of their skin. Right. You would never see me check the box of African American or black on any paperwork. I always check other. I mean, I am of a mixed race, but the reason why I check others is because yeah. that's the way I really, be, that's the way I really feel about the world. My real view is everybody is equal, and everybody got different starting points. So if you start at a lower point than the next man or next woman, yeah, your your road to success is harder because right. you grew up in poverty or whatever your situation right, is. Right, right. But I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, because he's white, he's privileged. Like, no. I've worked hard as shit to get where I'm at, and I feel like right. the next why man I, had to work hard yo, to get like, there. Yo, yo, I Google it. There's more black million and billionaires than white because we have the mix because we came from the bottom, so we want it all because we we've been through it all. Had nothing mm. exactly. So when you got you know uh, privileged white folks, I mean, I, I'm not I'm, I'm racist, but they are more just eh, eh. right. I know oh, I run the world. <laughs> Us, we right, like right. yo, like I need this, I need this now. And, I gotta go see, ahead and, and, take and, it. and it's I'm crazy saying? that y'all say that because like. Like I said earlier, I'm like I'm not racist, and white people put me on, like put me on to where I'm at actually to in this place right now. Like I said, yeah, I could have been a token or whatever, but yeah, it's likewise. I was yeah. grinding to get where I was at because of my struggle, because of what I went through, right? And then like my best supervisor ever basically was white and took me under her wing, text me to this day, don't even work with her no more, just quit because she got bread and all that. And it was just like she took me under the wing, and that that made me feel some type of way that actually somebody white, not black, and it's just somebody white that actually 
all right, I see you grinding. I see you doing what you think. Right. Mind you, at the time, it was only two black people in the whole site where the majority of everybody was white. Right. It was only me and one other black person. But this white, my white supervisor saw me grinding and saw what I was doing and took me under her wing to make me get into the position that I am now. It's crazy that you say that because but when I started college, I was a psychology major. And then I said, damn, you got to be basically get your doctor to be a psych. So then I switched to business. And this lady, Italian lady, took me under her wing and made me an accountant. And, it, and it's crazy that you say that because it's like she saw potential in me. So she basically used that to get me to another level. And it don't matter where you're from. Like she could have been any race, but the, she just saw it in me and she genuinely cared. And that matters. It's all about people that really care. It's not about what your color of your skin is. It's really not. It's all about who really matters at the end of the day. And it's all about how you, how you, like you said, like J. Cole said, be a star. Mm. Be a star. Be, be a star. star. You're going you to grind. As long as you grind, somebody's going to notice you. Somebody's going to notice you. I, I, I agree with that statement. I, I do believe that. But I feel like you. we can't sit here. And, I understand that if you grind and you're going to get to where you be at, I think the point that a lot of people try to make is it's not like that for everybody. You it's hear what I'm saying? So. It's it, not like that for everybody. Uh, we have to do it more so than people of other races, mainly mainly is, white people. Is it that because they don't want to put in the work? No, or no people are putting nah, like you, you said, really got to grind like, harder. Yeah, but you said, like, no, but look, 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 look in the bro, this is the hand that we was dealt. Right, this so the hand that we was dealt. So we got to do, we got to do it different. We got to grind harder. But you can't ignore the fact that you can't, I agree with that 100%, but you can't ignore the fact that it's white people out here that don't have to go as hard as much as we have to. They don't. They don't. But to be honest, but this the hand that we was dealt. Like I said earlier, it's all about starting and endpoints. Yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, this lady who came from a trailer park, she probably had to work harder than someone who came from money mm -hmm. to get right. where she is and that's where how i look at the life it's all about your start and your ending yeah. if you come from right. poverty I, I completely agree. you gotta grind really hard to catch up to the people right. who grow up who with more resources have, than yeah. you yeah. Yeah. Right. like course, i work with a dude where his parents basically bought him a car and bought him a rental home something that he could rent to other people right right I didn't have that growing up that shit was never handed to me right. it was right. never be handed his to starting me. point never. in life is more advanced than mine. So if I want to get to where he is, I got to work much harder. Because yeah. exactly. that's the situation I was but born that's the, into. That's the that's whole what, reason why we losing, though, because see, that's but, one, one thing we don't have. And one thing that slavery took from us is generational wealth. Right. We don't, yeah. we don't, I don't have no great, great, great grandpa that was making money off this company that got passed down to this, my grandpa that got passed down to my dad and passed down. I don't have, we, the, most of us don't have it. Most of us are starting from ground zero. Most right. of us, our parents didn't even put us in a position where it's like, oh, all right, now I'm cool. I can't, no. They right. put us start, all at 17, 18. Right. We start from yeah. where our parents Word. had to start at. Oh, and they start from where their parents had to Fuck start at. We all just start from the, <laughs> from ground zero. Whereas with a, a lot of these other cultures, it's just like you said, uh, they, they got, they got, they, they child a, a, a rental house and all that like we not doing it and the thing is some of us are educated and we still my parent my mom went to college still ain't do it because the thing is just because you go to college don't mean you financially literate it don't right. it's not the same Facts. thing That's real. you see what Facts. i'm saying so Facts. our problem is more so that financial literacy knowing what to do with our money and our assets than being educated you can go to college and, 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 and like, it's, it's crazy because like we grew up like that and i had the mindset like now it's crazy that me and um me and somebody was just talking about this the other day say if i had a million dollars and like I just won at the lottery. Like of course, more than likely, everybody at this table is gonna take care of their mom first and right, make sure right, that right. her mom get a hers mom get a house. And if you have a brother or sister, you gonna make sure that your brother or sister that you get a house for your brother and sister right. as well. Mm -hmm. 
But the way we came up as black individuals in the poverty, I'm not going to hand anything to nobody. So, all right, I'm going to buy a house for my brother and sister. It's going to be foreclosure. Now, you're going to have to work on it yourself. Right. You're going to have to still work. You're going to have to still build up the house. Right. I'm not going to hand anything to you. I'm going to put you in position. Yeah, right, I'm going to put right, you right. in position, but you got to go ahead and take it yourself. I'm not going to hand anything to you. Why? Sure. Because I didn't have anything handed to me. Right. And we got to still have that same mindset. Right, right, I don't right. want you to feel like, all right, well, you're privileged. No, because we're not privileged. Yeah. So you're going to grind just like I had to grind. Right. Sure. And that's yeah. applicable to every race because there's somebody in every race that's poor. That grew yeah, up in poverty. Yeah, like you yeah. said, the girl that grew up in Chiller Park, she, like you said, she had to work harder mm -hmm. to get what she wanted. Everybody, it's something like you got people who migrate to the country and, you know, they got to work some bullshit job just to get by. Like you got right. Spanish people who basically came into America and they basically buying that like 10 pound bag of rice to feed their family for a week. Yeah. Right. They got a family of like five or something like that. Right. Like you got to work, whatever your starting point is, you just got to know in your mind. I gotta work really hard to get where I want to be. Yeah, and see, and ambition is all in is all individually independent. It is. My ambition may not be the same as yours. Sure, facts. I may be more. I may have more of a drive to go get it than you, or vice versa. Right, right, right. And that's all what it comes down to. You can't sit there and depend on oh I'm going to get this. Oh, I'm not going to get this job because I'm interviewing with this guy who's Caucasian and we both got the same credentials. If you go in an interview with that, that mindset, you lost. You lost. You, lost. you, lost. you, you got to go into the interview right. like. I got this shit. Right, for sure. Like, one all of attraction. But, but, but does that creep in your mind? But does that creep nah, in your mind? Never. Like, I, I, no, I said, but of course, we're confident. I'm, I'm, I right. know I'm very confident right. that I'm going to get any job. I feel it though that if I go on any, if I even get the interview, that I got it. Yeah. That's how confident right. that I am. Right, right, right. But at the same time, if I'm going on the interview and I see that it's a right, white person beside me, huh? it's still in my head. I'm going to feel it though that they have an advantage over me. Yo, no matter how confident see, that, that I am. That you got it. That's because of color of their skin. Well, see, I'm very confident see my though. Thing is, my thing is like, all right, if I'm going to, to an interview and it's an older white man, I know my perception being a black man. You see what I'm saying? So my thing is, I, my my main thing is, all right, he want to know that I'm qualified for the job, but also because I'm black and, I, and I'm younger and he older, I gotta make this white motherfucker laugh. Yeah. I gotta entertain him a little bit, so he, right. so he. You gotta do feels, something. You gotta do something above. Right, right. stand so, up. So he can remember. Above. Right, he can remember me. Like, oh, yeah. right, 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 right. And, and that's what I cool. disagree. Yeah. Just be yourself. Always. I mean, but always. Be, you don't right, gotta. You know, that's right, me. Like, right. I like the joke listen, and all that. You don't. You don't gotta like. This is what y'all y'all not getting because of our upbringing, of us being dealt the cards that we we were dealt. We're more aggressive with stuff like that. Yeah. Than white people, so right. but that it, Very true. It, it comes in the full circle that they're not. I'm gonna say leery, but they're they're watching because they're scared. And the more we educate ourselves, like our own brothers and sisters, like we educate ourselves, the more powerful we are. Yo, I think we, we I think are as a aggressive group, by nature. We need to tell them they ain't got nothing to be scared of, man. Exactly. That's the Yo, thing. Y'all ain't got nothing. Like we not, like like like. There's no get back for slavery. Like it's over. Right. Y'all yeah, won. Y'all won. We it's here. Over. We yeah. oppressed. Yo, we not ain't nobody gonna do nothing. We ain't gonna. Our, 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 our like mothers, our grandmothers, our great grandmothers not gonna not gonna stand right. for that. But, but hold on, not gonna stand for that because they went through their struggles. At, yeah. at the end of the day, it's your life. Mm. Now I don't right. know about you guys. I was born in 1990. When I was born, Young I had boy. my civil rights. I had all this other stuff, Young and boy, that's when the world started to like integrate. Right, right. See, but your but your but your great grandma. I was born in 82. So went through the struggle. Just just yeah, so he, just forward to get to that point. That's just like you said that, but that's selfish. Just so you got to understand their viewpoint. Also, 
they're not going to give up. They went through the struggle. They went through the racism. So they're not going to just forgive. You can forgive because you went through this stuff. I mean, because you didn't go through this stuff. And then you had your civil rights. You had all this stuff that you could go to. But back then, it wasn't like that. And they went through the struggle for you to get to the point that where you at now. So it's easy for you to say that, but it's not easy for them to say that. I see both sides because... You know, my grandmother was a one of my grandmothers was Italian. One of my grandmothers was African American. So I see both sides of the of of, of the field. It's right, right. you know, it's I see it both ways. It's you know now as I grow up, I see that it's more so of a matter of love, peace, positivity, sure. and equality. Right. And that's where I see the world going nowadays. It's not about a black or a white thing. It's about you know who's doing the right thing. Right. And this real is all about doing the right thing at any given moment. And if you don't do the right thing, karma will always come back to get you. Yeah, karma. And that's bro. how I yeah, see no, the world. Yeah, yeah. It's dead, not about bro. who you are. It's not about where you came from. That's it's true. about race. If you came from poor, if you came from rich, it's all about where you end up at the end of the day. And if you were a good person and you genuine about it and you know you do the, always the right thing at any given moment, you don't sit there and try to cheat people, shirt people, right. Right, or try right. to get over on people, you will always be good. And that's the way I see it because I had a grandmother that was Italian, a grandmother that was African-American. So for me, it's easy to see both sides of the field because like black people, you know, they, they see like, oh, we've been oppressed and we worked really hard to get where we at. And then white people, they see like, damn, like, we were basically getting over on African-Americans and then, you know, now they fought for their rights. The way I see it is work really hard. Forget about the black and the white. Just work really hard and get where you want to go. Yeah, because right. you know what? I, I, I agree. Because at the, at the end of the day, we're not going to change a racist white person's mind. You're not going to change that. All you really can do, like you said, is play the hand you was dealt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's all you can do. All this, if you too worried about... Oh well, this person might treat me unfairly. It only works. Just go in there and do your thing. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And that's like, how, this is what we exactly, This is just what we got to do with. That's the bottom line. That's, that's exactly what it is. That's where I said. Hey, Everybody's yeah. dealt a different hand. Yeah. What you do with it is your decision. Like you said before we before before we started, it's a bunch of biases out here. It's not just racist. You know what I mean? Like I know girls that's super bad and they get every job they want. You see what I'm saying? It don't make, they go to any. They couldn't have a GED. And they go to an interview for a law firm, and they a lawyer now. You see what I'm saying? Like, bad shorties get whatever job they want. You know what I mean? So it's all type of different biases and all that. It ain't just white and black. It's everything. It's attractive. It's tall. It's short. It's, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Personality. They, 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 said, they said people over 6'2 get jobs way easier than people under 6'2. It's just shit. I'm six three. I, right. I, I, I'm gonna fight for my shit. Damn, I'm never in my life. God damn. What the fuck? I'm only five two. I'm never gonna reach that, that shit. Black black the fuck? Oh, oh, yeah. no, bro. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. A that's big black man. Yeah. Six three two forty. They intimidate people. I don't. I'm sure this shit. I'm sure this shit. Hey Buck, that's an advantage. You good? Right. You get you gonna get a job. Yeah. Right. All right, I got, I got, I got another. I got one question. I got one question. What is the difference between the black community that's usually stereotyped as low budget mm. compared to the white community, was usually stereotyped as wealthy? How was it perceived? Well, we are more concerned with taking care of our family, so we we need money. Like our our mentality is getting money to to get to the next step of where you're at. We think like, money gonna solve everything. Yeah. Do you do you really yeah. feel that though? Because like, do you feel like as if you know, 
a person that made it big and he's from the African-American community that he would really give out to all of his family or just the mom and dad? Like, I feel like it's more so the I mean, immediate I'm not family. A yeah, the I, I was raised, I don't expect nobody to give me shit. Yeah. So I feel like, you, like you said, like you said, you got to ambition, nigga. This shit on my skin. Like, you got to go get it. That's right, my right, mindset right. forever. Like, right, I got to right. go get it. But I don't care like who's going to give it to if, me. If I make it big, what I do for you is based on how involved you were in, in my life. life. You and, in my journey, yeah, in yeah. my struggle, right, in my right, success. Right, right, you get right, what I'm saying? Right. So, so somebody who was there like from, from day one, we little kids, we always rocked out and I was fucked up, you helped me out and blah, you know what I mean? I got you, I'm on, you on. If you like, for me, if you ever stop me from jumping out the window and making a bad decision, or you ever just yeah. took, it, took it down to chop it up with me, right, they right, the people right. I'm gonna look right. out for, no matter, no matter how, like, you so, play a part in any part of my success in my journey, right. we're gonna look out. With that right. being said, so, my uncle or aunt on my dad's side of the family want to hit me up tomorrow. Nigga, who the fuck are you? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Right. Man. We got the same I, last I, name, cousin. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, we, we, you remember me? Right. Like, no, yeah, fam. I ain't like, even got it. Now, you, you, know, you, know, got it. you know what I think the difference is, too? I think, I think that a lot of black people care more about the perception of looking wealthy or looking right. like they have yeah. it. And white people yeah. care more about Facts. actually having Facts. it. They Facts. care about, no, Facts. I'm going to have my, look, my, this is my house. These are my assets. My sneaks, I don't care about them. Right. You know what I mean? I don't care about I got half a million brands. in the bank. Right. You know, you know, what, you know right. what's crazy? J. Cole and Wale both made a song called Chain Music. And yeah. the song That's basically the song shit. basically was about that this chain is a symbol of that I've made it. Right. But then they denounced it in the song, basically right. saying that Being no, so I didn't really make it yet. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like, it was yeah. it was concept it was it was like intellectual concept right, right. in a club song kinda. Yeah. And it's like you realize that these chains Yo, like, while they be over everybody's head for the most part. If That's why I like Wale is, sure. That's yeah. why I like artists like Wale. Wale be over everybody's head, man. That's why I like artists like Wale and my joke, because they didn't chains and watches and all that and it's more about how you are as a person it's and, not about and you, all you know the what, bullshit you know what I think it is I think it's because the black people that are successful and that are well off they give us the image that oh we got it when you get some money you got it this rolly is my trophy yeah, you get right, what I'm right, saying right. this ghost this is my trophy You, they, they give us the image that you these materialistic that things is you know what I mean like it was a Rick Ross I song I will never buy a rolly I'm, the most I'm doing is, is Apple Watch what most was that Rick Ross song uh, 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 and the guy that was talking he said the reason we wear all these chains is things because we come we, we was kings when we was coming up we, yeah, did, we as when we was kings that's we used to wear right a lot though. of gold and you know that's where the media manipulates us mm -hmm. you want to know why because if you ever look at uh caucasian people that have a decent amount of money they never buy none of that expensive bullshit yeah, yeah that's no. we do we do right because yeah. we think it's a simple of that I we made it, it yeah, right yeah. whereas though they like Oh, I got. I make three hundred thousand a year. I'm still driving a, a ninety-eight Honda Accord. Right. You wanna know why? Because I'm saving this money. I'm putting it away so I can retire at like sixty. Right. Right. And right. we over here. No, nah, I'm about this new big ass house that BMW, I don't need. Yeah, yeah. Buy buy bins, right? And we now, damn, I gotta work till I'm about seventy-five to pay all this shit right. off. Right. Whereas though they're like. I got this old ass car. It's paid off already. I bought a moderate size house. It's paid off already. Right. So now I'm like 65 and I can retire yeah. and live good be because good. my my savings account mm. and my 
retirement funds are all right. stacked up. Right. And that's right. what people go wrong with with financial literacy. Thing, you want to know another thing, bro? I think there's a problem with black people. Like, when you get money, we always feel like it's necessary to let other people know that we have yeah, money. Yeah, that we got You money. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I was, like, one of my uncles told me, he said, when you get some money, get a, a BMW. I said, why? He said, because BMW means black man working. I got to say, like, why can't people just see that? You know what I mean? Can't yeah. just can't <laughs> see that for yourself. <laughs> black man working. You know what I mean? Like, just because. Like, <laughs> like, like, I know I got it while everybody else got well, it. And that's, and that's the, another problem. And, 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 and like, we all Always but then that also that. makes you a target. We get robbed. We get, you know what I'm saying? Some, and as, an, as, as an accountant, I would tell you, don't do that bullshit. Right. Seriously. For sure. Why spend your money on an asset as a BMW going to that will only depreciate, value. depreciate in value right. as you pay it off? Facts. And then you paid it off, and now I just got this car that's not worth it's as not much worth as I paid nowhere for Nowhere near what you Facts. paid for. Why not sit there and say, you know what? I got decent money. Why don't I just buy a car cash that's property. about eight thousand? Right. I can sit that and then know what all this other money now that I'm, I'm making. And investing. I can stack. I can invest in the stock market, the or right. I can so, buy rental properties and keep my cash flow flowing. So this right. way, when I retire, I got an extra seven hundred coming in the bank every month. Exactly. Right. See, see, I can sit there, exactly. take my grandkids to good trips, vacations, right. all that good Multiple stuff. Sources right, it's, of income. it's crazy that you said that. I'm gonna just give y'all my experience real quick. Like, I don't. I I worked in a black community where, of course, like people like when you get say you getting your kids at the school, like you walking up, you getting your kids, you picking up your kids, you getting off the bus, you and your kid, you and your son, you and your daughter, you getting on the bus, y'all going home or whatever. To where where like it's like it's dirty, like it's trash in the schoolyard, it's chips, it's bottles, you know, it's cracks on the ground. It's not even no courts in the schoolyard, or if it's a court, it's a court with a crate. To where. I worked in a white community where when you go to school, it's like a drive through when you pick up your child. Right, right, right. right you right. picking up your child, everybody coming in the car. You coming in the BMWs, you coming in the Lexus. You come, it's like, it's a different experience. Tesla. Right. But Bugatti's Rover, it's like, it's crazy. You coming in all these fancy cars from where the black community, you getting on the bus. And it's like, we flat like when we make it, we feel as though like we need to be flashy because we ain't got that. Right. We ain't got that. We come from the struggle. Yeah. So then we want to feel like we made it. We want to feel like that we at the upper class because these right, white people right. they live at it as young. Like I, I can't, I came to work with a Montclair jacket on, five years old, a kid. Oh, that's Montclair. You fucking five years old. Yeah, well, why? Why are you telling me is this mind clear, right. bro? I remember. I remember. I was in we fourth grade, bro. Right. Like, look. I remember. I was in fourth grade, and my mom didn't play none of that name brand shit. We was broke. You see, what I'm saying she ain't play. She ain't Fact. play none of that shit. So I mean, I went to I school. Jordan Ashes in school, bro. Nigga. Right. And I, remember, <laughs> yo, and I remember getting grind, real I remember, shit, nigga. I remember getting grinded up so bad, so bad. I'm talking about like niggas was giving me hell. For a whole fucking class, damn nigga, we had to sub. Right. I can fight. It, right, real rap, and, and 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 that's what it ended up turning into. But that day, me being in fourth grade, how old did you in fourth grade? Nine or something like that. Nine, that, nine that day made me care about name brands. Right. That day, to this day, I, mean, I, I used to catch hell. I used to catch hell for wearing the French toast slacks instead of the Dickies. <laughs> right. You go to the uniform store, your mom grab right. all French toast shit, and and straight and from Foreman Mills. French toast bills. And that's the problem with people in general. As an accountant, I tell you this. Forget material things. Yeah, you got to. Worry about who you are as a person and care about stacking your money. Because at the end of the, at the, end of the day, 
I can help you invest that to make sure your Bro, retirement I'm, I'm is longer than it should right, be. Right. I'm going to tell you my dream car is a 73 AMC Gremlin. That's my dream car. I don't know what that is. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Financial freedom, my only hope. But uh, oh wait, I, 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 I one, yeah, one thing. I want to wrap it up. All right, just about to wrap it up. Just said me taking too long. All right. Sorry, <laughs> the, <laughs> like yo, come on. The, the quote of the right, week, right. which we we just started, we just started again recently jewel last week. week. Yeah, the jewel of the week. Basically, you become up with a motivational quote at the end of every episode. Oh shit, my I got, phone I got, I got, I got right. it, bro. Well, the we can't. We come up with a little bit motiv- motiv- uh, motivational quote from every um, for every episode at the end of the week. So here we go. Spit and out the, for us. The jewel week comes from Michael Bennett. His uh, his self titled is his book, "Things That Make White People Uncomfortable." And I quote: "Why are you working that hard? You got it. But to be great, you have to continuously put yourself in a mindset where you don't got it. You have to think about the times you were hungry and you were struggling." And I feel like as as, yeah. as black people in this generation, that's the mindset everybody should have, and it's come full sure. circle to what Mike was saying, what all of us were saying. You basically just have to outwork the next person, yeah. no matter what your race yeah. is. You just gotta right. work ten times harder if you want to be successful. Yeah, because basically this is the hand that we was dealt. Yeah, we yeah. wasn't we wasn't privileged. We didn't get thirty, forty thousand hands. We right. didn't get a but, house that we could rent out to other people. You gotta, we didn't get you these type that, of things. You gotta make that four and a pump work. You feel me? Mm. You gotta make that four and the pump work. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. It's all about how you play that hand. It's all about how you play that hand. And whatever you do, my spade players know what we talk about. Whatever you do, invest in things that appreciate, not depreciate. Financial freedom, my only hope, man. Hey, this was a dope ass episode, and I think it was something that was definitely needed to have. I think want to thank all you guys for coming out and contributing to it. Educate the people, man. That's what we need to do. Let them know, y'all. Let them know. Before we get out, here, we gotta wrap it up. Give out your socials, let people know we can find them. So before we wrap it up, yeah, get out your social podcast. Let them know. Hey, yo, man, this is Twitty J from Drunk Unks Podcast. You can find us on iTunes now, Drunk Unks Podcast. On Instagram at Sir underscore Twitty underscore J. Yo, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Hey, thanks for coming, bro. We appreciate it. And we de- look out for that drunk on PAU collab episode coming real soon. Yeah. We need a oh, rambler, um, yeah, you know. Everybody, oh, no. hey, listen. Hey, not, 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 not been doing the like thirty, man. Not been doing the thirty. I like this whole job. Everybody has to. Not, not been doing the thirty. Can we get on that? Shout out your podcast. Hey, listen, yeah, look, look, look. It's Naeem Ali. That's at Naeem underscore Ali on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, again, I'm a host of the Ramble Podcast. You mean yeah. check, check me out there? You mean you, you you can make a new friend? Y'all gonna know the most personal details about me? You know what I'm saying? You know when I was and shout out to my guys Buck and E man. You know uh, mean fat y'all, y'all killing it, man. Y'all killing it. Appreciate that. Hey man, man appreciate, appreciate that, man. Uh, I don't have a social network. His LinkedIn. He's professional. You can tell by the way he talk, he'll got a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he'll got a network. Inbox me or follow me on LinkedIn at Mike Bigum, B-I-G-H-U-M, comma, M B A. And that's how you talk would be able to do it. Yeah. He on here flexing right now. Hey, man, make sure y'all check out Politic and As Usual on Instagram, Politic and As Usual, PAU underscore podcast on Twitter, man. I'm Fast215 underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Drunkonspodcast.com, man. This your boy, Puck Jam, Politic and As Usual, episode 48. We making moves, man. We about to that 50th mark. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all my guests for coming on. This was a very dope episode. Appreciate that, I'm just happy to be here, bro. Huh? Shout out to the white girls. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Becky. That's a good way to end it. Hey, man, we signing out, man. See y'all next week, man. <laughs>